0: We overthought this. We're in this, we're doing this, it's live. We're back we're doing it.
1: Back. It's we're been doing a long time. it
0: live. Um, It has because we're not capable of consistency, but you know what? That's the point of this. This podcast, you know what this podcast is about? What it's is about it about? It's about freedom. It's about freedom. That's true. We're not chained to any kind of entertainment schedule. Right. Whenever we feel like we want to inspire the masses, we get on the mic and we spit fresh audio.
1: Well, our chains are broken
0: in that sense. <laughs> our chains are broken we don't conform to the idea of structure mostly because we have lives and we're not pro- professional podcasters but anyway <clears throat> just like to do our shout outs um menna what's happening girl emerald hey mom hey 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 mom number <laughs> mom 2 white mom i love you um,
1: <laughs> you know we My, were listening to we were listening to um the previous, well, I think, it was, yeah, the previous podcast,
0: uh-huh. and
1: my mom is, like, our biggest fan.
0: As she should be, because she's yeah. great. You know, if we continue to do this, she's who we're doing it for, True. and for Minna, because she actually asked us when we're recording again. See, so we our fans. two truest fans, right? Uh, we say shout out to you too, and anyone else who drops in?
1: Um, both of us watched. The Fire Festival documentaries. And I oh, feel like yeah. it's a notable point.
0: It is. I mean, depending on how fast I can get this edited, this is gonna be several weeks later. I know.
1: We'll be like- but
0: you know, we're gonna just lightly address it. <clears throat> yeah, the fire documentaries were great. I thought the Netflix one was better because it was better produced in my humble, ignorant opinion. But the Hulu one was really funny, I thought.
1: You know, as a micro influencer myself,
0: oh my god, um,
1: I what? it really resonated with me, <laughs> and I was like, you know what, I'm never ever going to get myself into a situation like that ever.
0: It's, it definitely is a good warning for everybody, but not really because who's rich enough to buy like tickets to go to hang out on an island to see people to see bands play? I'm I'm bare, I don't have enough money to go to like mainland festivals least of all ones on remote islands so i couldn't identify with anything in that documentary but i did think it was really interesting how easily people are swindled based on just um being able to look cool on the internet
1: i remember hearing about it like back when it happened and it was like one of those facebook videos that got shared and i was like wow that's crazy it almost seems like it almost seemed (coughs) like like fiction it was so interesting, but yeah. I was at the time I wasn't really interested in it. But um, yeah, that was a wild experience. I really just fell deep into the whole fire festival thing for about two days there. Yeah, and then um, I did. You know what, Janelle? Person, I am becoming a normal person in that I am watching more movies <gasps> and like oh watching more God. things in general, and so. <laughs> I, Hold I, I don't need a know. Minute. I need a yeah. minute the
0: process this good. Just news. just just let sc- it sink in
1: because I think our relationship, our friendship is about to transcend.
0: Oh wow. Okay, um, I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: But I watched this movie called Room on Netflix.
0: <sighs> Wait, Room? Yeah. With the with the kid, that, the lady yes. that got kidnapped? Oh. Did you see that? Yes, of course. I watched it a while ago. I think I watched it uh a little bit after it came out in after it came out of theaters, I watched it.
1: Like 2016 or something like that. It's yeah. a little older. but So good. I thought it was really, and it was funny because I was just like, you know, me being a YouTube guy,
0: mm-hmm. not
1: really some, well, you get what I'm saying. I like yeah. watching. I like consuming content yes. from the YouTube platform. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm beginning to, you know, grow up a little bit and realize, you know, I feel like my needs are maturing and Fantastic. I need some some full feature entertainment. You yes. know. And so I well, saw I'm this. I'm so happy. And I like I like concepts. I like cool concepts and interesting well, it's not really a cool concept per se, but you get what I'm saying. It's like an interesting concept. And I was um I was hooked from the start.
0: What did you think? You liked it?
1: You know, I thought <clears throat> It's funny because it's one of those experiences where, with like a film, like I'm talking like somebody who knows film right now, but I (laughs) do not. Um,
0: Noted. One of those like
1: experiences where it's like, I don't really know how I feel about this, but at the end, but I stayed to the end and it wasn't an unpleasant, it wasn't like a, I didn't like it, but I'm, I don't know, you know, you don't know how
0: you felt after watching it.
1: I didn't know how I felt. I, I really, I liked it. I really, you know what? I would go so far as to say I loved it.
0: Oh wow! But I feel like I think a the rave pr- review.
1: The problem may of a be
0: five year old movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the problem with me maybe I just don't know how to process movies in that way. Like it, and and so it's gonna take me a minute, people. I'm gonna get there, but it's you gonna know take what? a minute. Take
0: your time. Eventually, you will be. Well, I don't know. Eventually, maybe you'll just be able to enjoy movies more. Um, but,
1: but yeah, it's. Um,
0: I thought Room was really good. Uh, I don't remember that much about what happened, but I just remember that it was a good movie, and I enjoyed it. I mean, as much as you can enjoy a movie that's actually about some very sad content, I mean, like, yeah, it has a very sad premise, but in terms of, I don't know, the acting and all that, it was great.
1: The kid was yeah. great.
0: Yeah, what's his name, Jacob? I follow him on Instagram for some reason.
1: You do? That seems like a person you'd follow. You seem to be up to date what with all of the... Um, that mean? The pop culture things.
0: Okay. we need a question. <clears throat> Let's see.
1: If you could be anybody beside yourself, who would you be?
0: Literally anyone. Because I have a perception that everyone's better than me. Except for serial killers or, like, bad people. Let me think. I would want to be... I would, I would want to be Rihanna. I admire her so much as, like, a celebrity because obviously I don't know her, but I admire the way that she is a celebrity. Like, she just seems to just be enjoying enjoying her wealth but enjoying her life and just kind of, like, doing whatever she likes to do without concern of what other people can think of her. She's just kind of existing happily. That's the perception I have of her, and I admire it greatly. So I'd want to be her because she's also really pretty.
1: Well, that's the perception that she orchestrates for you to see. Just kidding. Exactly.
0: She could be a miserable person. I wouldn't know. But she seems very confident and very happy, and that's two things I would like to achieve in my life, confidence and happiness.
1: (laughs) That's a long shot. What? <laughs> just get a wow. Oh, you're right. I don't
0: deserve either one. Is that what you're saying? No, you're right. I
1: don't. It's funny because it's it's so funny because, like, <sighs> I, I, some th- sometimes I'll say things.
0: Like, really like, mean, mean things. And then, like,
1: <laughs> it'll, like, accidentally become, like, the most harsh diss I've ever I'm <laughs> just like, oops, just accidentally dropped that. Didn't mean. That's not what I meant. That's not what. Because I mean. like when my mom, it was funny because my mom, so, she was like wanting to play some music for her guests. Mhm. And but that doesn't usually happen. Like we've never been never really been
0: entertained. Like growing types. up, we
1: never growing up we never played. There was never music played in the house.
0: That's you know I mean? true. I um, mean, like while people were over.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, you guys never did that, but that's because it was so loud in your house always that there was no need for music.
1: So, so Great. at the time we didn't have internet,
0: uh-huh. and
1: she came in. She's like, "Oh, I'm sad. I can't play nice music for the guests." And I was like, "Since when did you do you ever play nice music for the guests?" Wow. <laughs> and I was like,
0: "Whoa, I'm sorry. I didn't read this. Did she slap you because you deserved it? I wow. I did
1: deserve it, but it was an accident. I, I it was funny because that's not what I was trying to say. I was like trying to communicate. Oh, but you never do that. That's that's interesting. Wow. Just kidding. No, I'm I'm a nice person.
0: You say that almost every I time. Say that I say I because record. I
1: because I need to make it a point every single time because I need to <laughs> make sure that people aren't getting the right the wrong idea.
0: <coughs> if you had to change your name, what would your new name be?
1: Well, back in the day, I used to want to be called Junior.
0: Really? I thought Why? it was
1: because I thought it was like the coolest name. Huh. I don't know why, and, and there was actually a time I can recall uh, when I was young enough to be in like a back seat, like child,
0: or oh, like a booster seat.
1: <laughs> it wasn't a boot. I don't know if it was a booster seat or if it was like a if it was like an actual car seat, like a full on situation. Um, but I remember my mom was driving to Napa. Mm-hmm. I remember us going to Napa, and I remember just telling her, "Mom, from now on, call me Junior." And I was completely serious. I remember I having a thought process. You,
0: I can imagine young Christian saying that. It was like a completely,
1: and it was like it was like I was. I had a full on like thought process behind this, and I was completely serious. And Did I was she call like, you
0: junior at all?
1: I remember her like, for the for the moment like entertaining the that you know idea, and she was like, okay, like you know what parents say to shut their children up. <laughs> and I was like, I remember wanting. People to take that seriously, for like wow. that day. Uh, but but if, now, if now you don't have a
0: name. Now, have you have you accepted the name that you've been given?
1: I've accepted the name I've been given. Um, okay. I feel that.
0: I think it's really funny, by the way, that your name is Christian.
1: <laughs> we don't got to talk about that today. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst place you've been stuck for a long time?
0: Okay. Um. One time, I was on a Greyhound bus trip from Michigan to Oklahoma, and I had to layover in, I think it was Kentucky, and I had to sit in the Greyhound bus station for, I believe, it was either nine or ten hours. Whoa! And it was the most trying time of my life. I'm sure I'll go through harder times, but that was the worst because, uh, my phone, like they have charge, they had charging portals, you know. Mm-hmm. There were so many people there that that you kind of had to stand there and like guard your phone cuz it's a Greyhound station there was a, a lot of sketchy people there right so i had to like intermittently stand up with all my bags charge my phone for like 10 minutes at a time sit down charge and then like do something to occupy myself so i wasn't staring at the clock and there was just a lot of creepy dudes like walking around hitting on me uh, staring at me. I couldn't go to sleep. I was too afraid to go to sleep <laughs> because I didn't want my bags to, like, get stolen or anything. So I just had to stay awake. And I was I had already been awake for several hours because Greyhound is... I don't know if you've ever ridden Greyhound.
1: I have not uh, had Okay, well, consider yourself
0: blessed because they will, like, at 3 o'clock in the morning, they'll just... The bus will stop. They'll cut all the lights on and make you get off the bus... And then you have to wait for however long your if the if your bus is switching or if you're going somewhere else or whatever. Either way, they're waking you up real early, and then the bus drivers all think they're comedians, so they all have jokes at three o'clock in the morning. Um, so that was really terrible. That was really I was, I felt like I was losing my mind.
1: What what time did it did your waiting period start?
0: (sighs) Uh, I think at like, one a.m.
1: Jeez.
0: Yeah, it was really terrible. <laughs> it was truly the worst. And it was already a 24-hour bus trip. So that whole entire experience was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst <laughs> experience of my l- It was so terrible. What did you I do could- for a lot of time? The whole time I was there, I just kind of wandered around, watched my bags, charged my phone. I f- eventually, like, started watching The Office. But watching The Office on 3G on the phone I had at the time, would drain my battery really quickly. So I kind of had to watch. I watched a few clips of The Office, then I would go charge my phone at the charging station for, like, ten minutes at a time. Then I'd go sit back down with my bags, watch some more. And that, like, I got into that, like, routine kind of. And then, so then after I kind of settled into some sort of mental routine to stop myself from looking at the clock, I finally was able to, like, not, like, panic about how much time I had left to wait. And then eventually the time started going by faster because I, like, settled into, like, a routine. Anyways. Um, yeah, so it was terrible. Another Greyhound trip, if you'd like to hear this, um, I was sitting next to this guy. And he sat next to me, and he was, like, trying to be friendly, but I was trying not to, like, make eye contact because I didn't want him to try to talk to me. And then he fell asleep, and he fell asleep on me like, he was, like, leaning on top of me while he was sleeping and, like, snoring. And I couldn't, like, get away from him, so I kind of just had to sit there. And then we had to stop. Everyone had to get off the bus and take their stuff off the bus. So I was like, okay, good. I don't have to see this guy anymore. It's over. Thank God. We get back on the bus, and I sit back where I was sitting before with my stuff. And I put my bag in the seat next to me to kind of hint at people, like, please. If there's another seat, take that one, not this one. <laughs> and what do you know? That guy came back, and he looks at the seat, my my bag in the seat, and he was like, "Like, what, you don't want to sit next to me? And me being, like, extremely kind of introverted and terrified of strangers, I just kind of laughed it off and moved my bag, and then he sat next to me and fell asleep on me again.
1: Wow, that is hilarious.
0: It was terrible. <laughs> How
1: long ago was this? Oh,
0: maybe a couple years ago. Not that long ago. Well. Oh, you know what though? And then at the end of that trip, I had to I had to walk. it was a blizz there was a blizzard in Michigan when I arrived home. So I had to walk in a blizzard to my car, which was parked way across the giant parking lot. And then I had to dig my car out because it had been snowing the whole time I was gone. And I was by myself because my brother stayed in Oklahoma. So I had to, like, dig my car out from, like, a mountain of snow. It was covered in snow. Like, I couldn't see it. And I had to dig it out, get my stuff in my car, drive home in the blizzard, which was, like, a 30-minute drive that ended up being a two-hour drive. And then when I got home, I had to shovel my driveway because that was buried in snow so that I could get into my driveway. So that was just – it's, like, imprinted on my brain as, like, such a – Awful
1: experience. <laughs> we gotta we we gotta go on a Greyhound when you come.
0: You're hilarious.
1: <laughs> I am. You know, I think my worst,
0: like when you like, were stuck in a place for a long time,
1: long yeah, stranded experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: or experience being stranded rather, um, was being stranded at summer camp.
0: Ooh. Um, <laughs> Wait, literally because I went when there. You say-
1: and my, I was just my, gonna
0: ask you that. I was gonna say, were you actually stranded, or were you stranded because you were forced to go to summer camp and you wanted to leave?
1: Well, in my mind, I was stranded, <laughs> but legally, no, I was not stranded. I was, I was there. My parents had taken Dropped me there. You off. And I think, I think it was like in my mind, I thought I had not considered the reality of summer camp mm-hmm. beforehand. And I remember being kind of excited about it, if I remember correctly. And then I quickly learned that um, it was going to be a very long seven or eight days, or however long we were there.
0: Were you? St- was this at Leone Meadows?
1: It was at Leone Meadows, which were I believe. Were you staying is, o- overnight? Uh, we were staying there for like seven whole days. Now I, we went to Indian Camp, right?
0: Oh, that's offensive. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's literally. <laughs> it was literally called Indian Camp.
0: Oh no, <laughs> problematic. <laughs>
1: And we stayed in, unlike the other camps who had, like, cabins and normal beds, we stayed in a teepee for a week.
0: Are you serious?
1: I am dead serious. You guys
0: stayed in a teepee? Did you have to build the teepee yourself?
1: No, we didn't have to do that. Um, But I remember, I can almost remember the feeling and the smell of, like, everyone's, like, off bug repellent I remember, like, having to walk to, like, the center of the the camp, have, like, a roll call thing. And then we had to go to um, this area where there was, like, a flag in front of the cafeteria and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, where that is. You've been mm-hmm. here before. <laughs> yes. And we would, like – and I remember one day we were – because we all had to, like st- – the whole entire camp had to, like, stand in, like, a square formation around the flag and, like, do the Pledge of Allegiance or whatever we did. And um, I remember that's hilarious like,
0: that you were doing the Pledge of Allegiance at Indian Camp.
1: Right, oh but my we God. true. Well, I think it was like a camaraderie <laughs> thing because everybody, like the whole entire camp, like all the different camps, came together and like you know because there were different themed camps. There was like base camp, there was basketball right. camp, there was all these. But things. you
0: came together for love of country.
1: <sighs> we came together. Yes, <laughs> we came together to um, honor our flag, <laughs> and. Uh, I remember on one particular day, because I think we did this every morning, one particular day I had, like, heat exhaustion or, like, a heat stroke kind of situation. I don't know what it was, but it was probably a very serious medical event in my life where, like, I just all of a sudden, like, got tunnel vision and got extremely nauseous and dizzy and, like, I just, like, fell.
0: I, you know what I feel like? I feel like you're like, little Christian and his the depths of his anxiety and just desperation to want to leave anyways you like caused yourself to have a fit where you just, and you just like passed out from just like the desperation of wanting to <laughs>
1: well i remember because it was a funny it was a funny experience because i remember it was right before my birthday and we actually talked about this birthday because um, it was the birthday that I got the Nintendo DS, which was like one of the highlight gifts of my life. Right,
0: right, right, right.
1: Um, but it was right before that, and so I remember. I think actually, your sister was there.
0: Yeah, wrote, uh, I feel uh, like I remember this. I remember you guys going.
1: Yeah, and my friend Jefferson was there. Yeah, Rosalind was there. You mm-hmm. guys don't know who any of these people are, but <laughs> doesn't they matter. Are <laughs> um, well, for starters, I realized later in life that I am not a camping person. Like mm-hmm. there are just certain I'm people not. who are born campers and I am yeah. not one I'm of these people. Okay. Um, and every day kind of held a a new activity that I just was not down for. A new whether nightmare. It was <laughs> whether, whether it was like jumping off of a cascade or like <laughs> climbing <laughs> across like a, a tight rope between two trees <laughs> or like jumping onto like what they called the blob, which was basically this like this very deadly thing.
0: I know you're talking because when I was in high school, I they took us to this same camp that you're talking about.
1: I, I remember <clears throat> just the entire situation. Like there was, I don't think that there was one part of it. my favorite part was getting. Oh, okay. Like I said, right before my birthday, I remember I got a like a letter. There was like a, a day where we all got letters from our parents. Really? Yeah. Oh boy! Like we had been away for months or something, but it was was literally like three days.
0: (laughs) The children at war. And I remember
1: like looking at the letter and like, I could have sworn I teared up.
0: Oh, of course you did.
1: I was, and I remember like waking up every day. Did you
0: get?
1: Was it from your mom? It was from. Yeah, I think it was just. It was from like everybody really, but it was probably mostly from my mom. Yeah. Um, and I remember just like waking up. And, like, looking at it, and it was, like, my anchor throughout the whole time.
0: Oh, so like my God, that's
1: so sad. And never, ever, ever did I go back. Because that was, there was literally not one good thing about that whole experience.
0: Yeah, that sounds like, because that happens a lot in, uh, the, in the religion that Christian and I grew up in. They have a lot of, like, those kinds of activities where kids go do wilderness things and, like, do, like, icebreaker type activities and trust activities and like foraging and all the like all that kind of stuff and I always I just never liked doing any of that it just felt like all of the activities were always geared towards like the extrovert children and all of the kids who loved to do that stuff and love to like get in a harness and jump out of a tree and all this crazy stuff and that's not even crazy but like I just didn't want to do it But all of the activities were always like extrovert friendly.
1: (laughs) Well, the worst, the absolute worst part about this whole experience Mm -hmm. and several other camping experiences that I had um, was I did not use the restroom (laughs) for the entire week. (laughs) And I was quite, I was quite ill when I got back and it just was not a great time.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah my um, my camping experiences were similar in that I I mean I would use the bathroom when we would like camp in tents and stuff, but I had to piece way more than I usually do. I think I was just so nervous about the whole thing that I was like sleeping on a cold the cold earth, and I always had the cheapest sleep <laughs> like the cheapest um well I can't even remember what it's called sleeping bag sleeping bag yeah. I always had the cheapest one because my parents didn't like to spend a lot of money on us for certain things. And so we, I always had like the, like $10 sleeping bag and like just a flat pillow. And so I felt like I was literally sleeping on the bare earth and it was so cold and I would just get up like three or four times in the night to go to the bathroom, but I had to get a flashlight to go. It was freezing. They told us there might be bears and I would walk around the, the tents and see all these girls like so cozy in their fluffy expensive sleeping bags with their fresh new pillows and they look so comfortable and i would just be so jealous because i would just like crawl back into my plastic bag basically <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: God. and i would be
0: so miserable
1: <laughs> wait did you did you did you go to um did you go to that summer camp
0: no, no, no. I, I was aged out of that by then, so okay. I never went, and I think I actually, I th- yeah, I never went to those, but I, our school, the school I went yeah. to, the boarding school, mm-hmm. they went there a lot, and we had a lot of weekends there. Oh, yeah. So I did that a lot, and I, but also most of my camping experiences were <clears throat> in Pathfinders, oh. which I was fortunate enough to... uh, Let's talk about Pathfinders really quick.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about that because I I was fortunate enough to not have to experience that. Oh, you didn't? I had a lot of friends who were involved.
0: See, as I mentioned, I was a very stubborn child. So my parents tried to get me to be in Pathfinders, but Mm -hmm. I refused because every time I went, it was a bad experience. It's Okay, for those who are unchurched, as we'll call you... (laughs) Pathfinders is, like, basically the Christian version of Boy Scouts, which... Is Boy Scouts, like, a Christian thing? I don't know. I don't think so. But it's, like, a specific denomination of Boy Scouts. But it's, like, for girls and boys. Denomination. (laughs) (laughs) It's denominational Boy Scouts. Yeah. And basically, you do the same thing. You, like, earn badges. You dress up in a uniform and all this. But sometimes some of the leaders would act like they were in the military and I remember one time that my parents made me go <clears throat> this guy was telling me to do push-ups because I didn't listen to him and he was like dude give me 10 push-ups and I was like what what <laughs> no I just was like no I'm not doing that and then we had to like learn marches and I was just like no no so you I can't. were involved I, they, I tried to. I went once, and I was like, I'm not doing this. My parents were like, you have... To... The thing is, is that they didn't even try to make me go. I just told them I wasn't doing it anymore because it was not fun for me. And, again, it's a very extrovert-friendly activity. Not just extroverts, because I'm sure introverts enjoyed Pathfinders or Boy Scouts or whatever you're a part of. But it's also for people who... I don't know. I don't know what kind of personality type enjoys being yelled at and like <laughs> enjoys the structure of those sorts of activities, but I didn't care for it. And I just felt like everyone was on this power trip to tell everyone what to do. And I'm like, well, why should I listen to you? What is this? What are we doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so interesting. Because yeah, so, I, I, I was not, I remember people asking me about it, and, and I think it came up. Once or twice, I think my mom was involved with Pathfinders back in the day. Yeah, but um, she thank goodness uh, <laughs> did not enforce the Pathfinders. Um,
0: yeah, thing. I did. Well, and, a lot of people really like it, and I say, you know, good for you. But well, I was not a fan. Anyway, <clears throat> all right. Next question.
1: What is the most heartwarming thing you've ever seen?
0: Damn, I I know there's I know there are things I've seen. Oh, okay, I have one. This almost made me cry as I was driving. I was driving to work and the there's a school right across from where I live and all the kids had just gone out of school and so the I was stopped at the stop sign while the crossing guard like waved the kids over to come to the other side of the street. And the little girl and the little boy ran to their father And, like, grabbed him and hugged him. And they looked so happy to see him. And he looked so happy to see them. And they were just, like, hugging. And it was just so cute and so happy. It was just a simple moment. But it was just so nice to see, like, children who love their father like that. Right. (laughs) Try not to laugh. (laughs) But it was really cute. And it was a black black, uh, guy in a black children which i don't know if that even makes a difference but i've always seen black fathers as kind of like hard and like kind of aloof so it's always nice to see like kids who are genuinely excited to see their dad that was so that was a cute moment what personality trait do you value most and which do you dislike the most
1: um I value most. I feel like I'm pretty patient with people in general, almost to my own detriment. But
0: (laughs) definitely to your own detriment.
1: I'm pretty patient with people. And I feel like if more people were patient, we could get a lot more done. But okay, so a character trait that I do not like about myself Mm -hmm. is the uh, lack of confidence in like general. Okay. I gen- in general, like in social... I will avoid most situations and some opportunities because I just would rather not come to terms with my own, like... Greatness? Insecurity?
0: And how are you working on that?
1: Oh, God. What is this?
0: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Have I been trapped into therapy? Okay. <clears throat> Shout out, Alicia. What up? Tulsa in the house. Lit fam. Lit fan. <laughs> okay. Um, what about the opposite sex confuses you the most?
1: Mm. Uh, the cliche question is why are they so complicated? But I don't feel like they are. Um, okay, so
0: what do you think that you understand about women then? What do you think you understand about them that maybe other men you believe don't?
1: Do not? Oh, that's a good question. Um... Or a bad question. Depends, Depends on, which, on your it's answer. Um, I, feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel. See, I I genuinely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I feel like I grew up in like a situation where a lot of my best friends and like people who I was closest to mm-hmm. were females. Most of well, at the time, because I wanted to say girls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is perfectly fine. I could have just said girls.
0: Yeah, you could have.
1: Um, Ladies. Yeah. Most, most, so most of, my, most of my friends, or not most of them, but a lot of them were. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't understand. Let me flip this question around a little bit. I don't understand what a lot of men find. I don't, I don't understand what a lot of men find confusing about women.
0: Okay, let me because ask
1: you this I th- question.
0: I, okay, yes. Has a woman ever done something? You don't mm-hmm. have to be dating this person, but just like even just a female friend, any female, has ever done anything where you're like, where maybe they got mad at you and you didn't understand why? And did you think that that was specific because of their gender? Or was it like a you problem?
1: <laughs> I have, I feel like I've always been able to understand like the, the point of view of the other person, who's mm-hmm. like, who's like, maybe they're cornering me about something, or like they're like getting on my case about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay, you know, it's funny because I gen, I really genuinely do not
0: Women see a difference. Women are not confusing to you.
1: They're not. I don't understand why people, why, like, I, I think that. Certain people like individuals are are confusing some some individuals are confusing yes um but I, I mean d-
0: that's true because i also maybe it's because I'm a woman, but I don't understand what what men find I find men to be more confusing than women to be let
1: honest. me okay let me, let me <laughs> let me ask you the question then okay for for men like what maybe I can try to like speak for which I don't usually do most of the time. I don't usually speak for my fellow men.
0: Okay, I'll just cite, like, certain instances where I was just kind of like, why did you do... Why did you... Okay, for example, in the in the whole current world of dating, um, like, the internet realm of dating, where, like, Tinder and all these things, a guy will spend time talking to you, and then when it comes time to actually, like, meet up and talk and stuff, they either will just... Bail or ghost you, and I don't understand. Like, why did you spend time talking to me if you're if you literally didn't even want to bother speaking to me in person? Like, why pretend to be interested in someone if you're not interested in someone? It seems like such a waste of time.
1: I don't feel like that's a specific, like a, a gender specific. That's not male specific. No, but because- I wouldn't
0: do that. Like, I'm not going to talk to you if I don't feel like there's a chance I could be interested in you or want to talk to you, then I'm not going to waste time talking to you. Also this one time this guy was like um, we'd literally been talking for an, we weren't talking for an hour but we literally had swiped on each other or whatever mm-hmm. and had interacted for an hour maybe. And then towards the end of the day he was like come over to my house after work. And I'm like no I'm, that's going to be at like 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't know you. I literally do not know you. say literally too much sorry anyway so i said no i i won't be doing that but thank you for the invitation and then he got mad at me and was like i'm not i'm not dangerous you know i'm a good person i was raised by a woman i know how to treat a woman and i was like okay i'm sure you're a nice person but i still don't know you i'm not coming to your house and then he got mad and was like you're judging men and like assuming that we're all bad and you won't even give me a chance. Da, da, da. And I was like, you're digging too deep into this, man. I don't know you. I'm not st- coming to your house at t- one o'clock in the morning. And then he got mad and was like, well, I guess you're going to miss out then. And I'm like, what? Miss, miss out on what? Miss out on what?
1: <laughs> See, I feel like these are these are not so much, like, gender-specific um, But there's behaviors. so many
0: guys that do that.
1: I think... There are a lot of guys who don't understand who are like unable to place themselves in the shoes of like women who feel unsafe, <laughs> who you know like on a on a on a physical level are more vulnerable yes. than a lot a lot of men. Yeah, and I feel like living in the shoes of somebody who is the bigger of the two and like the stronger and the more um, capable of taking advantage. Yes, of the two. Um, it, some people, it, some guys probably just don't have, uh, they never p- place themselves in that position and, like, really try to understand why it is that somebody <clears throat> would, would not want to trust them. Because, it, like, here's the thing is that, like, when I'm walking down, when I'm, like, I completely understand this.
0: hmm
1: When I'm walking in an alleyway or something, <laughs> <laughs> which I do, Will you know, you- for- <laughs> pretty frequently from time
0: to time when when i'm walking
1: down in the hood (laughs) um i like and there's like a like a woman who is small smaller than me Mm -hmm. and like especially also the fact that i'm like a black dude Mm -hmm. um i understand why they would be like i don't know this who this person who's is who's walking like we're the only two people in this area or whatever right and we're like he's walking past me i'm gonna like put my hand on my um on my phone thing whatever
0: do you do anything to try to make it obvious that you're non-threatening in those situations yes i do what do you do
1: i pull out my phone and look down okay and i keep walking
0: so you don't look at them
1: so i don't look at them so i will make it like a, a like a an effort to make sure that they know, like, you know, I'm not a threat. I'm going to look at my phone. I'm minding my own business. I'm walking clearly in the direction that I'm walking, and you're walking in the direction that you're walking. Because I understand that there are a lot of creeps out there who will take advantage of the fact that they are, like, stronger or whatever and, like, you know, do unspeakable things.
0: And that's the thing I think that some, I will say some instead of most, but I say some men do not understand is that they're not, they're not putting themselves in the mindset of someone else right. who they, like, you don't have to be a small person to understand right. what it's like to feel threat, like to understand being afraid of an unknown situation. Right. So they don't understand that like a lot of women will just not go out at a certain time unless they know that they can have friends with them. Yeah. Or they like, when I walk to my car, co- like, w- cause I work late. I get off work very late and I often have to walk not a long distance but kind of a long distance to get back to my apartment so before I get out of my car I make sure I have my phone in my hand and I make sure I have my keys in my hand and then I walk as fast as I can to my apartment because you've heard, I hear, and our gate is open now so there's like not that much security so, and I've heard of people getting attacked in their own apartment complexes Mm -hmm. and our apartment just sent out an email to everyone saying like there's been some suspicious activity so just be aware and so i feel like men i, I don't even know what it's like to wander around the earth not being afraid of being attacked
1: <laughs> like it, it's funny because like i you do but it's well at least for me in my experience just i'm I'm more timid Personality, mm-hmm. and I am just—I know that, like, if somebody were to come up on me, I probably would not like be able to really <laughs> do much damage.
0: But it's—it's um, it's not often that a man just walks up to another man and is like, "I'm gonna fight you."
1: True. There's there's less of a unless
0: you're just being mugged,
1: right? And that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, but it definitely like I can't—I I can't imagine being like, a woman in a situation that most people in general would find sketchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
0: I know ladies who have been on, like, Tinder dates and stuff, and they are almost sometimes afraid to reject certain guys because there have been times where men have, like, straight up killed women who've rejected them. And if they know where you live or if they find out where you live, they can follow you home. Like, it's just there's so many scenarios that are possible where you're like afraid to reject someone just because you're afraid of what they might do to you. I haven't thought about that as much, but I sometimes do. And then it makes me not want to like go out with a bunch of random strangers because I'm like, I don't know how this person's going to react to me not being interested in them.
1: I feel like individuals from either sex have can have the inability to understand, to understand people in general.
0: I mean that's true. That's true and it's also true that men just need to understand and I feel like maybe hopefully men are trying to understand this even though after the whole Gillette ad debacle, maybe they're not. but oh, okay, here's an exa- here's an example. A lot of movies portray this idea that persistence is like sexy and people want to be pursued. And maybe there's some people who have that personality where like if a, if a guy asks you out multiple times, then you start to be like, Oh, he's really, he's like really into me because he keeps asking. But at least in my experience and most people I know, if they reject you like once and they say like, I'm not interested, leave it alone. Yes. Yes. It's it's creepy when you keep persisting, uh, to ask, like to go on, to ask somebody out. If they say no the first time, just take the no. And I'll, it seems like a lot of guys think that if you're just nice enough to a girl for a long enough time, eventually you'll wear her down, <laughs> and she'll go out with you. And as I say often, niceness is not a personality trait. Anyone can be seen as nice if they just stay out of people's way. And they don't, like, ruffle any feathers. Um, but that's not, like, a... That's not a reason to be attracted to someone. Just because they're nice to you. And it seems like a lot of guys... And maybe girls do this, too. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. I should ask some guys. Or some girls who date girls or whatever. But nice being nice to somebody for an extended period of time doesn't automatically make you a viable candidate for, like, marriage or dating. I just want that message to get out there.
1: I mean, maybe you think so.
0: No, <laughs> you know, there maybe there's some girls who like to be worn down. I don't know. I, 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 I'm I not, but, you know.
1: Maybe it's a California
0: thing. <sighs> what? I <don't> <laughs> does not even. Somehow you just like to bring up the fact that you live in California. Listen, I mean, we get it.
1: Eventually you will, too.
0: Uh, but we're we're
1: not gonna talk about that though. We're gonna we're gonna just we'll, we'll take save that
0: conversation for a Starbucks trip.
1: Yes, we will.
0: Um. Okay. When was the last time you acted nonchalant, but were going crazy inside?
1: Oh, <laughs> that's like a daily <laughs> thing for me.
0: Right. That's what's gonna stay. Every eight. moment of my life.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> I have like the tendency to 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 like do this as. A defense mechanism in stressful situations. Do um, what? I, like I will act nonchalant and like chill in situations mm-hmm. where I literally feel like I have lost all control, and I'm just like <laughs> the inevitability of like my downfall in that. So moment the calmer you are,
0: the the calmer you are, the more the closer you are to a breakdown.
1: The calmer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I and it's funny because I feel like I keep it pretty like. You know, like consistent all the time. Mm-hmm. No, not all the time, but like, you know, with with when it comes to people who aren't like my immediate family members who like know me and people who know me, you know, whatever. Um, I feel like I keep a pretty consistent like disposition all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I think it's just it goes hand in hand with the confidence thing. It's like I know if I. Protest anything that's happening right now, um, you know, or like kind of express how upset or um, annoyed I am, or worried or whatever it may be. Um, it's not gonna go well. I yeah. can take the I can take this moment, but let me just let me just freak out internally because making causing waves around me is just going to worsen the situation. Yep. Let me. I can sit in this pain, in not this pain, but like in this in this frustration, and or even like this, like when I'm having like complete anxiety for something, and I'm just like, and I look really chill on the outside. When they told me, like when I went to when I was playing at, uh, wait a minute, let me not, let me not, because I I don't do it. I'm a, no, I'm an accountant.
0: Okay. All right. So. On to this other segment that we are—we should, might as well just call a segment because we keep doing it. But (laughs) there are two songs I heard this week that I really, really liked. One of them, I um, was—it was just so beautiful. Like I. I, you know, have you ever listened to a song and you're kind of like, okay, this is interesting. And then all of a sudden something changes in the song and you're just like, whoa, this is, this is an ex, this song has an experience. Yes. This is a good song. Like I had that moment where I was just surprised at how amazing it is. And I wanted to just stop and actually listen to it because I couldn't believe every, and every time that happens, you think I'll never discover a song that makes me feel like this again but then you're then so then you that's deal. why it's always wonderfully surprising when you're like, "Oh, whoa, this is a good song." Right. So, I have that experience with this song. <clears throat> it's called "You're going to break my heart tonight" by Tom Odell.
1: It sounds like a country
0: song. It's not, but I did hear a country song I really liked this week and I was ashamed. But I've been listening to it a lot and I don't I don't even care. It's so good. So beautiful. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was a, an amazing song. Wow, we did it.
1: We've come to a, the end of another <laughs> heater, as they say. They say heater. Heater. A heater. It's like a like something that is fire. It's a heater. Oh my god. This is a heater. I've this is never, a banger.
0: I have never heard that.
1: Guys, let us know in the comments down below <laughs> if this if you think this is a heater. Or a Subscri- banger.
0: Subscribe. Hit the subscribe button.
1: Hit the subscribe button.
0: Turn on your notifications so you and can.
1: Don't forget to ring that notification bell.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, whatever. Don't
1: forget kind to go to Com slash merch.
0: We're selling um, broken light bulbs. We're selling
1: the- broken light
0: bulbs. <laughs> And also Band-Aids. It comes with Band-Aids, too. Because we don't know what angle you're reaching to the box. So just in case you cut yourself, we got you. (laughs) Uh, Whatever day you're having, guys, I hope it's a good one. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.